Okay, right. Oh, oh no, I have problems. I, I, I have problems. Literally millimeters away from the button there. I have problems. What's your problem? What's my problem? <laughs> Everything's <laughs> collapsing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so apart from that. <laughs> Aside from that, everything's peachy. <laughs> no, I mean, like, what is the problem? The, the, everything collapsed. <laughs> yeah, but what thing collapsed? Everything my camera. Well, his his camera desk, just sort of fell on chair, like a close-up view of the, uh, the side of his mouse. Hello and welcome to TMTOH, uh, the show where I don't know why. Don't use the abbreviation the first time you mention something. You got to say it out in full, and then you can use the abbreviation. That is the accepted style guide for the Too Much Time on a Hands podcast. There you go. It's not like we haven't been doing this for umpteen number of years. Uh, I'll start again. Hello and welcome to Too Much Time <laughs> on Our Hands, the show which brings you rubbish, <laughs> anything. <laughs> Top quality gold every time. Insightful pop culture commentary. Insightful pop culture commentary. Um, there you go. Russ is doing a bad job, but I thought it'd be funny. I tried to be funny. It never works. I, I'm Duncan. Um, everyone wave. This is what they came for. Thank you very much for joining us if you're on the stream. Um, Russ, how are you? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm all right. Thank you. Uh, Dan, how are you? Um, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the uh, to discussing how many different ways we can make Shazam a thing uh, in the <laughs> DC universe. That's that's what I'm most looking forward to. Uh, yeah, so mentioning Shazam, mm. and because that is it, the way DC seem to want to do their universes, Shazam's verse. Mm. Um, but following hot on the heels of the release, uh, the news that Batgirl is being cancelled, permanently shelved, uh, because... She had reasons. some views on vaccines, to be fair, so, you know, mm -hmm. it's fine. It's not, yeah, I mean, at least there were only views on vaccines, and, I mean, uh, views on vaccines, terrible views on vaccines, are not, are obviously far worse than actual... Are you okay, sexual, mate? Sexual, no, I'm not. Sexual assault. <laughs> he's he's just, gone into a loop. So you need to smack him the side of the head. Just, yeah, pr pretty well. I haven't even had a drink. <laughs> Just a disaster. Right, anyway, Dan, take it away. What the fuck are we doing tonight? Right, we're discussing. So uh, as you... This was uh, your idea. So, so eloquently put. We uh, the DCEU is just a mess, basically. So we'd recently found out that Batgirl has been cancelled despite them pumping $90 million into it and having made the entire film. They're not. They're no. I'm not going to release it. Um, yeah. I have a question. Like yeah. one of the articles I read about mm. it said that they showed it to a secret viewing and the audience didn't like it. Like, how bad does it have to be? They released Suicide Squad and J Dawn of Justice. How bad <laughs> is Batgirl going to be if they released those piles of shit and not releasing Batgirl? I mean, Here's it's not the thing. like DC. They can't. They can't afford to release another Suicide Squad 
or Dawn of Justice. <laughs> like that, that's that it's is what it boils down to. Film itself, is it? Yeah. So I, I love all. The, I think they come back going, "Woo! San Diego Comic Con was a success. Did you see the Rock in that funky suit? Yeah, Shazam! We're making another Shazam film. Yeah, Black Adam looks. It's a film. Um. So um. And then then they they all go off and goes. Oh, no one mentioned Batgirl. Why is that? Uh, a bit awkward, really. Um. It's not. It's not going to be very good. So uh, we thought we wouldn't mention it. And then a week later, we we're just going to can <laughs> it basically. Um. So that that leaves, as far as I'm aware, let's just just a quick roundup of the films they've got in the works. Um, Shazam, obviously, the next Shazam mm-hmm. film. By the way, I don't mean to shit on Shazam. I actually really like Shazam. I thought Shazam was a lot of fun. I I'm, I'm I really enjoyed Shazam. Yeah, it me was. Too. It was a lot more deep. It was a lot deeper and more heartfelt than mm-hmm. I was expecting it was going to be. Yeah, me too. It was uh, it was very good. I enjoyed Shazam quite quite a lot. Um, it means we've got Black Adam. That's the next one. Um, we've got Aquaman two, Lost Kingdom, Lost Kingdom. Um, we've got the Flash. I think maybe. Yeah. Even though there's some serious issues there, but obviously yeah. not as serious as um, whatever Batgirl. Well, yeah, what... mm. Let's um, just... and then. We've also got um, the Joker two, right? Which is going to be a musical and nothing, not related to anything else. Yeah, I mean they can try and call that DCEU if they like, but it's it's mm. not, is it? No, like the Joker and Shazam mm. are not in the same ecosystem. No, I, I, I've got I've got ideas and thoughts, and we'll get to them in a bit. But and then we've got um, the next Batman film as well. The bat next the Batman film. Uh, it's called the 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 the, the Batman. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. DC movies wise, unless I'm missing something. I can't. Flash. I can't Was there a Green Lantern something in the works? I think that's no? dead and buried. Yeah, I think so. So I figure uh, they come off stage. They're all high fiving slapping each other's backs. They hide it out of stage, San Diego Comic-Con, and three of us are standing there, and uh, we tell them we've been sent in to sort out what on earth is going on with, with DC movies in general. Um, not everyone's going to make it, <laughs> um, but we've got some ideas that we think could help DC make some money. That's That's where I think we're at, right? So Monday morning rolls around. We're sitting in a boardroom. These are the ideas we're going to put forward for DC to actually make some money off these. Well, it's not that they're not making money off the films, but actually make some credible films. Well, and get, get to where it's not just them. It's not just about the money, is it? They, they want to be on a par with Marvel. Yeah. They want to be shaping the entertainment landscape for the yeah. next 50 years. Like Marvel is, is doing. Um, I've got a couple of ground rules already mm-hmm. in the works. Rule number one, is this is where we want to be. I'm going to write the MCU up there and everyone's going, yeah, we want to be up there. And then I'm going to go, this is what we're not. And then cross out the MCU. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then are you going to take like the textbook and throw it in the bin? Basically. Yeah. yeah. Get the kids to stand on their desks. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the first thing they need to realize is that they can't just do what the MCU did because the MCU has now been going for what, 13 years? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I would have said, oh, for God's sake, Dan, this is such an obvious thing. They're not mm. complete idiots. Do you not think they know this? Yeah. Is what I would have said 10 years ago when <laughs> yeah. they started trying to do this. But they they don't seem to have got it. But they didn't do a very good job of it either. They, mm. The approach seems to be a bit like putting a load of uh, the whole quote of if you put a load of monkeys with a typewriter, mm. eventually they'll write the works of Shakespeare. <laughs> this is kind of what they've done. Like yeah. They've just generally thrown a lot of shit and sometimes that shit sticks to the wall and it's something beautiful. It's wonderful, like the Batman, for example. Mm. But it just takes so much turds <laughs> before they actually throw something that's actually a diamond. So that's a really good way of putting it, I think. I like that. I, I So next rule, rule number two, one of each superhero. Only one of each superhero. We don't yeah. need three Batman. We need one Batman. Like, we don't need three Supermans or two Flashes. We need one of each. Yeah, and the problem now is that they're going, oh, multiverse, multiverse, sir, sir, mm. they're doing it over there. They've got mm. like six Spidermans. Yeah, no, we're, uh, no. We're, we ain't fucking with the multiverse just yet. Yeah. Mm. Also, like, you have uh, to earn the right multiverse, to the multiverse. happening is normally, mm. a, like in comic book world, it's a sign that things have gone wrong and we yeah. need to reset some shit. Yeah. Or things have just got a bit too confusing, too complicated. Canonically, Tony Stark should be 103 years old by yeah. now. We need to just reset this and start again. Absolutely. It's a way to do that. Okay. So, yeah. You shouldn't so, just introduce it as a plot point in, like, film two. You, no longer is Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, and Robert Pattinson Batman. No longer are there two flashes, one in the films and one in the TV series. There's one of each. Hmm. And we'll get to more on that in a bit. And by the way, Batman, now, you can call him. You, yeah, you in the corner. Give Ben Affleck a ring and tell him he's not Batman anymore. And you tell my people he's even not be Batman that upset. anymore. Huh? I don't be all right. Yeah, because yeah. Batman, now. He's got the one thing we do. know is Batman is Rob Pattinson. Okay? That's the one thing we have, we have set in stone. We have a few other ideas, but Batman is the Pattinson. All right? Oh. The one thing yeah. that they could do mm. and sort of steal it from Marvel mm. is because it's the way we talked about last week, the way Marvel are looking yeah. at the street level investigative thing. Getting to that. Yeah. That man. And then yes. you can, because can, then it still can feed it into, look, I don't know the comics anywhere near as well as Dan does. So I'll hold my hands up that, you know, I understand why they did Batman versus Superman. Mm. Because it's because like, they wanted to just rush in there and try and catch up, and it yeah. didn't work. But you could have a whole thing of like it, you could do Batman investigating something, and then it turns out it's actually what he's discovered is something far bigger wow. than what he can do. And then it goes, then you bring in Superman, and you could just bin off Aquaman because everyone is really rude about Aquaman anyway. So let's hmm. just do next. <laughs> <laughs> next next rule, flip over the page, or PowerPoint probably, actually. So, like, it'll be, like, next page. We don't follow the MCU anymore. We follow next page. And there's a picture of the LA Rams holding up the Super Bowl. And then everyone's <laughs> like, why Why the LA Rams, Dan? You maverick. And they'll call me maverick. Um, and um, they'll just, and I'll go, well, here's why. 
The LA Rams. Are you taking a gambit on this? (laughs) The LA Rams uh, team is put together by a series of superstars and everyone else working around those superstars. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have our central three figures, which is Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman doing all very different things. Um, And then they're not going to be introduced, but we're going to have a selection of other characters surrounding each of these three main superheroes. These are the three key figures. And then we're going to build around those starting with Batman. And I've got, I've come up with some ideas for Batman already. And most of them I think are already in the works. So, you know, this might actually be okay. Shall I just keep going? I can (laughs) go for it. Yeah. Okay. So number one, Batman. The Batman is Batman. Okay. Next, quite next. Again, this feels like stuff you shouldn't have to be telling. No, I know, right? Them, but clearly, it's like you—you you obviously haven't listened. Yeah. Everyone liked the Batman. If they didn't love the Batman, they liked the Batman. Okay, like it's—it's a—it's a good film and it's a nice centerpiece for the first time in years since michael keaton the first time you have a young batman as well so we're gonna roll with that okay we can do a ton with that that's brilliant that's great news this is the best news you possibly have is that you have a batman that is actually under 30 well i don't know whether he actually whatever he's young okay he's young but also like just from a sort of uh you know a production point of view as well someone who you could probably get to agree to do three or four films over the next six or seven years. Yeah, sign him up to a ridiculous contract, whatever it takes. Matt Reeves is in charge of the surrounding universe. Okay, whatever happens, like he now gets final say because everything revolves around the Batman films on this particular part of what the DC universe is going to be. The other thing would be to Mm. have what MCU sort of did have. Mm. Or maybe they were lucky and they could sort of have it in make up a wee bit on the lot yeah. uh, on the fly but they did at least have a vague broad narrative arc that the films because they obviously do had yeah. did have some idea of the phases or well, the stages. I, I think they i think they had it mapped out a lot more they had it mapped out a lot more clearly than they ever yeah. said i'm guessing they kind of like they alluded to avengers and that was talked about as the like holy shit we'd love to get there yeah but I think they had they they had obviously had like like a meeting where they've gone. Let's just imagine that this goes a million times better mm. than we could possibly reasonably expect. You know, money no object. What would we do? And that's when they've gone. Well, like you know, you could do the whole Infinity War thing, but God, you'd need to bring in all these people. You know, and, and you know, it's going to take like fifteen films to get there. It's going to be there's no way we'd ever manage it. But like that would be ideal. And they were smart about it. They yeah. left the door open to themselves, but they didn't make a big fuss. Of, like the, the Infinity Stones weren't even mentioned as that to begin with. So they either did some very clever retconning to get them in there, which I think they did with Loki's Scepter because it's the wrong colour. But um, and or, or they, they sort of had this sort of, you know, penciled in plan with a sort of, look, if we can ever do this, that would be incredible. But realistically... Let's take our time, work mm. towards the Avengers, and we'll we'll see how it goes from there. Yeah. Nobody that, thought they could even pull that off. No. And that's it. It's like, all right, have 
do this in stages. Let's have an overarching narrative arc. What mm. is the ideal? It's it, and that is where we need to go. We sort of started with the Batman. There is scope to go from there, as you were saying, Dan. Um, but yeah, probably having someone equivalent that is there throughout the whole thing, like um, Marvel had. So. We, we also come in with the ethos that we now live in a world where as long as you've introduced them and people know who they are, there's no such thing as too many characters as well. Look at any of like the Marvel films of the last three, four years and how many individual characters are in them. And mm. as long as we know who they are, it doesn't matter. This isn't Batman and Robin going, and here's Poison Ivy, and here's Bane. It's, it's like, okay, so as long as you introduce them in something, then that's fine. Hmm. And they've kind of come up, yeah, naturally. So we're, here's where we are definitely going to take some a leaf out of Marvel's book. We're going to introduce some TV series that are linked. The Chris Belanti stuff is done, as far as we're concerned. It's had its day. People are a bit bored of it, if I'm honest with you. Flash is done. Arrow's done. DC Legends of tomorrow done. All of it gone. Okay, we're starting fresh because all of this now ties in with what we want to do with the actual movies. Starting yeah, you've gotta, with, you've got to be a bit I, vicious. You got to. What's that editing phrase? Kill your darlings. They have yeah. to, you know, there's nothing wrong with these things. It was better than a lot of the movies that have been yeah. pumping out. But it's done. You've got to be vicious about it. Same way Disney were about Star Wars. Yeah. Say what you like, you know, whatever your personal feelings about the Timothy Zahn books are in some of the games. The reality is it doesn't fucking work. Mm. You can't keep all of that stuff as canon and do anything else you have to draw a line yeah. and say all that stuff it's great we're going to ignore all that and do some other stuff so next uh you herbert on the phone now um, oh, yep call margot robbie and we need an answer within the next couple of days if she'll sign up to five movies as harley quinn yeah and if Tell she doesn't we will, we will give we're her recasting. more than some pants to wear this time Yes. Okay. Cool. And then within a week, I'd like to introduce you to Rob Pattinson. Rob Pattinson, this is Margot Robbie. Okay, you're going to be working in a lot of films together. Excellent. Cool. Problem solved. Next, then, TV series. We're going to. We, we've done the Batman film. Realistically, we need to build up to the next Batman film. That is what we want people to go see. Okay. People will go see it. It's a Batman film anyway, but we want it to be good. And we want to build up to that and we want to make some stuff in between. So in between that, we're going to bring in three TV series. I've got live ahead. I think these are all ones that have already been mentioned. We have Gotham PD, which is a villain of the week style drama that focuses on a small group of the Gotham PD that are trying to bring in the lower level Batman villains. We have Arkham Asylum, which is um, a different low-level Batman villain talking about how they've ended up where they are. And we have the Catwoman TV series as well, which is Catwoman in Bloodhaven. Okay, so they all have the same timeline. They're all on at different times. But in episode three, when Gotham PD arrests someone, you'll see them turn up at Arkham Asylum in episode three. So say they erect, erect, say they arrest Victor Zaz in episode three. Victor Zaz is now all of a sudden in Arkham Asylum and he's telling his story about how he got there, that kind of thing. 
Mm. By the time you get to episode six, something's happened. There's uh, in the Gotham PD series, there's a crackle on the radio going, we need help at, at Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum is now, uh, the inmates have, have, uh, have, have got loose and uh, we need help at Arkham Asylum. And Gotham PD ends with them turning up at Arkham Asylum. The Catwoman series ends with her finding out that there is a plan to es- for the villains to escape at Arkham Asylum. And then the Arkham Asylum series, funnily enough, ends with a prison break, basically, within Arkham Asylum. We are leading this back to the first Arkham Asylum game, which everyone fucking loves. And that's where the Batman starts. The second Batman film starts at Arkham Asylum with Batman turning up as the inmates have sprung loose and taken over. Yeah. Nice. Okay. We've introduced those, a load of characters. Those, those three series, would they be on like, they're not going to be on all at the same time. No, no, no. So it'll be, it'll be over the space them, of however long it's going to take to get the Batman one, film. Yeah. And you can have lots of, you know, articles talking about your innovative storytelling or mm. compelling series on their own. You, you don't have to have watched all of them, but yeah. if you do, you get this much bigger picture. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, and that, Which will is, and also to... that would give them something to piss on Marvel with because yeah. there are weaknesses in some of the Marvel TV shows. Yeah. And all we focused on is Batman here as well mm. at the moment. We haven't even started talking about Superman. Maybe we start sprinkling in. Have you heard about this guy that can fly in Metropolis and stuff like that? Like, yeah, like you've got to, yeah. you've got to hold off on Superman. Yeah. Superman's, so... Superman's the money shot. And also like the, yeah. when you're starting off small, Superman comes in. Hmm. Oh, um, yeah, he actually just fixed everything. Took about yeah. five minutes. Everything's also, fine. while we're doing this, we're introducing uh, Dick Grayson as well. Uh, whether he is helping the police out, I'm not sure. Whether he's in Bloodhaven as Nightwing, I don't know. Although that would, we can't really do that. We're introducing a young Dick Grayson, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and Robin is going to be in this Batman film as well. At the end of the film, he's Nightwing, though. And mm-hmm. at that point, we're looking at other Robins for Batman 3, because we're already thinking about Batman, about Batman 3. And that's when the Batgirl TV series comes in, but I haven't really thought that far ahead because I'm not actually Kevin Feige. Okay, so Batman. We've, we've got it on a great trajectory. We're introducing a load of villains. We're introducing TV series that everyone loves, potentially other films based around Nightwing then in the future. Potentially then we bring back Batgirl TV series as well. We're binning off any ideas of films that are just about villains because villains are only interesting if they're fighting Batman, really. Um, And we've got Batman on a decent trajectory. I hadn't thought about how we introduced Wonder Woman, which I think is the next step of this. I So what I like about Wonder Woman of the the first Wonder Woman was because it has the historical context. Yeah. And I, I actually quite enjoy bits of... I think it's what I really enjoyed about the Eternals yeah. was a historical context. It's actually kind of what also Guardians of the Galaxy does. Yeah. But the historical context idea works really nicely. So I actually think we just do that again. Mm. Maybe not in this with the same kind of plot, mm. but a historical context that she's kind of always she's always been around. Yeah. Uh, and you could. Uh, I think she would deserve a, a film as an introduction. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, in the same way, like actually, it's kind of similar in the way like Thor is also. Mm. It's not historical, but 
you could have her involved in something. I mean, this this is where, where one of this is where DC kind of hit it right, wasn't it, with the Wonder Woman film? I didn't hate that at all. I thought that was really, really good. In fact, mm. so yeah, but I, yeah, and I that, I think it's or you know is that kind of working in the same way as uh, they did with Captain Marvel mm. was like the little pager going, "Can you come back?" And then yeah. they did the the how you might have to do it as a wee bit of a flashback, yeah, um, or you do it in the same way that same vein as captain america first avenger first, Aven- first yeah. avenger so you do it like that. i mean actually wonder woman was a bit that like was was quite similar wasn't it thinking yeah. about it but it's but i think that's i think you introduced wonder woman in that sense so i think eventually in the whole batman cycle you can introduce the rogues gallery for starters you can introduce the, the bat family but also you could probably introduce the likes of like green arrow and, and and characters like that as well as you say batman's dealing with the street level stuff at the moment Mm. I actually he, didn't mind yeah. the Arrow TV series. Some of it was actually all right. Yep, it was great, but it's done. It's in the past. We're moving on. We've got a new Green Arrow. Yeah, you, you can't wrap up yeah. like. I mean, how it's, much? Oh yeah, no. I mean, lot, if we're like, starting seasons. again, you you we, sort of do bring it in as, but not as a main. Yep. thingy. we got a new Green Arrow, and it's the fella from Bridgerton. Which fella from Bridgerton? I don't care. Any fella from Bridgerton. Yep, there you go. Jonathan uh, Bailey. There the, you go. Um, yep. Yeah, I, th- I think they and and do just, like you look at. Batman versus colon yeah. Dawn of Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's all this stuff about magic, magic boxes yeah. and some big spiky demon bloke. It's too much. Yeah. Too soon. You 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 wanna start off with just hitting people on the street. Yeah. So so I, I think I think you're right, Duncan. I think Wonder Woman is is a historic story. I, I I even quite liked how they did that. Oh, look, here she is at an art gallery looking at something that relates to her, her past mm-hmm. or something. I quite like that as well. So I think and you again, kind as, of see that. As yeah. always, taking it, taking it back to Marvel. Yeah. It kind of did the same sort of thing to begin yeah. with. It was relatively small scale and low stakes. They didn't redo it in the sort of the street level sort of mm. sense. But the first Iron Man film, the baddie is his boss. Yeah. Second Iron Man film, it's a guy you pissed off. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's not really world-ending threats. Mm. Even Thor, the stakes are he can't pick up his hammer and he needs to get home. Yeah, it's it's small scale compared to universes smashing into each other. Um, I think the Wonder Woman film. This is where my everything past Batman, my DC knowledge is a bit sketchy. If I'm honest with you, um, so but I think it's something to do with the relationship between the Amazonians at the Atlantia and the Atlanteans. So this way you can bring in Aquaman as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you kind of just make it like he's, he's doing his own thing. I'm thinking Aquaman TV series, by the way, as well, not film. I oh, think... It sounds like a horrifyingly expensive thing to make as a TV series. Yeah, Maybe. But I mean, I'm not being funny. They spent 90 million on Batgirl as as a as a film, right? Marvel spent 250 million on WandaVision as a TV series. Yeah, I mean, we should probably talk about the Batgirl thing for a minute. I mean, it's, it sounds like that is the problem, basically. Yeah, it's not. It's not so terrible. It would single handedly sink DC. Mm. It's just um, 
yeah, I think like you said, it's it's like a reputational thing. They can't take another just complete piss take of a yeah. thing being released. And it doesn't fit with their stated ongoing strategy, yeah. which basically seems to be we're only going to do fucking massive movies that could basically be the biggest movie of all time. Yeah, but never and, will be. And releasing this like 90 million thing that was originally intended to be straight to streaming doesn't fit in with that. Yeah. So, yeah, because the, the, the obvious answer is why don't they just stick it out on HBO Max? Yeah. Like, surely if it signs up 10 people to join the subscription service, that's better than literally throwing $90 million away mm. and having this big embarrassing thing that you're going to have to keep explaining for the next few months while people keep asking you about it. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it does it, also it seem it's they don't down want to... it. it doesn't fit with their direction. No, I think it was also there was a chain because of the changes with what is now Warner Brothers Discovery or whatever mm. they are. Um, I think it was also changes there. It's like change changes yeah, there's been the a lot of company. and then they've done something that again they probably should have done a long time ago is they've they've they're trying to put a feige figure in they've tried trying. it before and it just didn't work so well, i think they, they need to get someone who knows what they're doing which is us three so yeah. that's great yeah sign us up yeah so um, yeah yeah so they, they need the someone in that role going to the management is stop fucking around up there because you're fucking you, stop wanking like in all sorts that is the sort of thing they need to be able to there. do like the reason Kevin Feige has been so successful is because he knows mm. these characters and these stories inside out, yeah. and he is trusted to do stuff with them. I'm sure there's things he said that higher up people, especially at Disney, have been like, we're not doing that. That's fucking mm. stupid. We're not doing that. But ultimately, he's been trusted and has proven that he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Whereas if you, you can't just say, oh, we're going to put a Kevin Feige person in and then not listen to what they're going to say or yeah. put someone in who is just some exec who doesn't know everything about these characters and how you could mesh this giant spider's web of stories together in a compelling way. Yeah. So, first TV series. Uh, young Amazonians or something like that, um, which is... Might, might need to workshop the name. That sounds a yeah. bit like a, a search result in a dodgy website. It doesn't sound great, does it? It's But it is. it is the story of... Of a young Wonder Legend, Woman, Legend, Legends of Amazon, uh, Amazon, yeah, some shit like that, and like it's entirely based there, and it, it, you cast someone to play a young version, basically, and the whole thing is told by the person that is going to be playing Wonder Woman as well, like narrated by them. Uh, the next, well, you, you yeah. could have it as the opening, like because Bruce, you could have it that it's either. She's meeting Bruce Wayne. Nah, no, fuck that. We, we're keeping them separate. Well, she's in a museum then, mm. and she's just telling someone. Yeah, I'm like pretty, think, pretty certain a, that's how Wonder, Wonder Woman actually started the, yeah, the, the first film. The, yeah, the whole but, the whole thing is 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 um, how I met your mother style narrated by the person that's going to be like mm -hmm. without the same bullshit as how yeah, I without the mother. disappointing ending. Yeah, um, but. Um, <laughs> Okay, so that's the first one. Uh, next, yeah, no, sorry, go on. Um, Aquaman TV series, uh, entirely based around finding some historic thing that Wonder Woman needs uh, to fight something. He is doing fighting lots of things underwater, whatever fucking shit Aquaman fights underwater, uh, and it leads to him finding like some some weapon that she needs to fight 
whatever the big bad in this Wonder Woman film is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, which then leads to the Wonder Woman film, which is Wonder Woman having like all the knowledge that we've seen her grow up with in the TV series, the the weapon that she needs to fight, and it's going to include Aquaman as well. I will say the one advantage that Marvel films do have is yeah. that you don't necessarily always have to have seen the TV series. Like if we're building from the beginning relying yeah. too much on having people the films you don't. have to be able to everything stand. works everything will work independently so like even if it's just like here's a wonder woman film here's aquaman she's got a weapon you don't really need to know how those things happened but here they are yeah you can you yeah. can kind of write he says you it is possible to write yeah. these things in a way where they are sort of not you know you don't have to have done your homework I mean, you could have it in the Wonder Woman film that the TV series is talking about a specific weapon that's actually in the museum. Yeah. And in the Wonder Woman film, she just go, it's, she just needs, she know, in the film, she just goes to the museum and has access to get this weapon. And the fact is the whole, the, the TV series isn't about her getting this weapon. The Wonder Woman TV series isn't about her getting the weapon. But no, the, Aquaman the, one. the Wonder Woman TV series is about her learning to become Wonder Woman. The Aquaman TV series is about him trying to find this weapon. And then oh, by whatever. the time it gets to the Wonder Woman film, you've got Aquaman there and you've got the weapon and she's got all the knowledge that she's learned from how she became Wonder Woman. However, you don't need to know any of that. You can just go and watch the Wonder Woman film. Well, and, like that's the other, like they, for all this, like all these, these films are inevitably going to involve lots of like running around and mm. we need to find this thing and all that, but that's not what they should be yeah. about because you don't want them to be just be MacGuffin chases. Yeah. We've got Which to get is... this glowy orb and then we've got yeah. to pick up this magic box and we've got to get this spear of whatever it is because those films aren't, they're not, when that's all the film's about, they're not very interesting. Yeah. They, that can be a, it can be a plot driver. Oh, really, they should be about. And character. in the meantime, the Shazam films are still just going on. Um, <laughs> and they are kind of part of this universe. We'll kind of wreck on that into there somehow. Um, to to get to well, where... Shazam I... is actually quite handy because they've already brought in the idea of the gods. Yeah. Like in Fury of the Gods, we've mm. got gods. That is kind of reasonably mm. helpful because we're talking... I mean, Wonder Woman is yeah. sort of also based on um, Roman mythology. Yeah. So, you know, at, that kind of works nicely. At this point, we've got Batman films still going on, Batman TV series spinning off from whatever's going on in Batman, Bat Family, whatever. Uh, that's still going on. You've got then Wonder Woman then leads to uh, an Atlantis at War TV series which is basically that Aquaman's pissed someone off to get whatever weapon it is that he needed to get to help Wonder Woman. You've got um, maybe some of Wonder Woman's support characters in the TV series. The next TV series that's going to happen, though, as all this is happening, is called Olsen. And it's about Jimmy Olsen following up on this strange story about this boy that was born in a, on a farm in Kansas and like going back and then like it's about him interviewing people he went to school with and all the strange things that happened around the same time until it eventually leads to him the whole thing ends with him meeting the new dc superman 
by the way, I yeah, actually quite nice. enjoy. But they shouldn't. He shouldn't say anything. Yeah. yeah, it shouldn't. It's not like he should be like, ah, oh, yeah, I am amazing. Yeah, I'm going to start being a superhero now. Yeah, because you like you know you could yeah you could have a thing where he spends the next series of something trying to convince him that he should do something with his powers and things something like that. Jimmy Olsen is uh, the curator of a serial style podcast, basically. And it's led him to investigate all these crazy things that happened uh, about 20, 25 years ago. And that would actually be a great framing device for a series. Like someone going traveling around doing like one of those NPR podcasts, like going to different small towns, like setting up interviews with people and doing adverts for mattresses. Mm. Jimmy Olsen will be played by Henry Zabrowski. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, Um, Yeah. So, on this, I did used to sort of watch uh, Smallville. Oh, I fucking because, loved Smallville. Yeah. Um, I felt they kind of lost their way towards like the end. It just yeah, a bit when it was ridiculous. basically like, here he is being Superman. Yeah. Well, that's the problem with anything yeah. like that. As yeah. soon as Clark Kent becomes Superman, hmm. Smallville doesn't work anymore. Yeah, No, but the idea of the Jimmy Olsen is that you can have S- Smallville-type episodes, hmm. as it were. Don't need Lois Lane or anything like that, because one of the things I thought was a quite like a sort of a, like the Lex Luthor. It wasn't mm. Lois in it anyway. It was um, she was in it eventually. She was in it mm. eventually. First love was what's um, Lana Lang. That's it. Thank you, Dan. Sorry. Um. Uh. Yeah, but maybe either that or I, I mean I don't mind the early relationship. You know, it's a nice way of actually bringing in, uh, what's it, Luther Core, isn't it, or something mm. like that? Yeah, yeah you could mention it. You could, you could even have with all this stuff. You could even have. Don't you don't need and, uh, to introduce Superman yeah. and Lex Luthor yeah. and Lois Lane. Or like, you could, you could even have. Um, and uh, the Olsen podcast is sponsored by Luther Core for yeah, all your everyday needs. Of, yeah, stuff like that. Sneaky references and things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, stuff like that. Just like little, little, little. Um, Easter egg type things. You could you, you could have like a whole side story on the fact that Luther Corps basically tried to take over this this small village, and like for for like uh, to build a refinery or something like that. And it turns out the refinery is to build like something like fucking kryptonite or so, like refined kryptonite or something. Um, and that everyone having health problems there or or something along those lines because a lot happened in that small area, so. And then the whole thing like leads with him figuring out slowly begin to figure out who Superman actually is. And the whole, the podcast would be called who is Superman or something like that. You could even, if you're feeling particularly nerdy, then also release the actual podcast as well to tie in with it. Like Marvel are missing a trick by not having um, Scott Lang's podcast be an actual thing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they mentioned like you just do like do like six episodes, mm. get Paul Rudd, but do it completely in character, and have yeah. him like yeah, chatting to different people about like what they've been up to since the snap. And it's and not like, like Scott Lang awesome. doesn't talk to interesting people either. Hmm. Yeah, that would be that would be amazing. Yeah, so yeah, that's and then that is how you introduce Superman. Um. I would, you could even then lead to a Clark Kent as Clark Kent kind of TV series, but by that point, he's kind of Superman anyway. So I wouldn't bother. I would have the Olsen. 
I like Russ's idea of having to persuade Superman to use his powers as Superman. But the, but the point is, he's obviously always been kind of using his powers. I, yeah, I, I, I like the idea that he has gradually been using his powers on the down low in yeah. Metropolis. And, and like this to sort of help, of like, you know, how am yeah. I going to do this? How am I going to? Yeah. Yeah, and Jimmy like, Olsen slowly begins to figure out that he that where he is, who he is, that kind of thing. Yeah, and then he can kind of work with him, and yeah, you know, like so. What am I supposed to do? Just sort of step out there and be a superhero? Mm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, well, and also Olsen would be the one that gives him the moniker Superman. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, like that would and be the whole the podcast could be called thing. "Who Is Superman?" Yeah, there's like these yeah. rumors of a Superman? super. Yeah. Is Superman wow. real or something like that? Yeah. Do you believe a man can fly or something like that? It's just like like a nice little throwback. Is it a I, bird? Something, something that I would have yeah. as a rule, and you may well have this as well, yeah. is no origin stories that we've heard 50 times. Yeah. I don't need to see Batman's parents die again. I don't need to see Superman in the spaceship again. No. Um, but we, we can definitely see him growing up. Stories I actually know, to be honest, thinking about it. Mm. But um, yeah, we don't need to see those again, again, again. Yeah, yeah. Do you get? Is that I've not? I've still not seen the Batman. Is that is the origin story in there? No. No. Nice. He's just he just starts off and he's the Batman, there and it, it, there's a monologue at the start which is so fucking cool. Um, but it's it's um, yeah, it's just basically him doubting what he's doing, whether what he's doing is actually working. It's really, really fucking cool. Because, yeah. And I will lend you, I've got the Batman, so I'll lend it to you, Russ. It is it's fucking phenomenal. You get your uh, Spider-Man's back to you. Yeah, no worries. So that's how we've introduced the three main characters. Uh, and then, like, spin-off characters from all of that. You can introduce a Green Lantern from Superman, for example. You can introduce... Uh, Aquaman from Wonder Woman, Green Arrow from Batman, and there's loads of other characters that are in the the the, uh, the Justice League that you can probably introduce, and th- then you start spinning off from there. But you say that three starting points, your three planets that everyone kind of orbits around are Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman, and they each Wonder Woman for the historic superhero fighting. Superman for the next level intergalactic fighting and then Batman for the street level shit. Yeah. If they they wanted to look at it in terms of like phases and things, Mm. that would be your three opening arcs. So your first era or whatever you're going to call it. Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. They're they're the phases. And then let's not start doing demons and gods and giant aliens mm. and cosmic threats and alternate universes mm. until we've got those three established yeah. and fleshed out. I, I, I done some interesting stuff. My main thing with Batman was that I think the, 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 the way you can make Batman work is get it as close as possible to the Arkham Asylum games. Um, just with the, we know who these characters are. You can introduce as many Riddlers, Scarecrows, Banes, Poison, oh, spin-off series. This is where Margot Robbie needs to decide whether she wants to be part of this. Um, so as Arkham Asylum goes under, this is where Harley, Har- Dr. Harleen Quinzel is caught in the whole thing. And this is where she becomes Harley Quinn. Um, yeah, and but- she needs to decide whether she wants to be in a spin-off film where it's based on the cartoon 
uh, Harley and Poison Ivy. And then we get a film which is just Harley and Poison Ivy just being awesome. Because Birds of Prey wasn't bad, was it? I haven't watched it. So. It was okay. Like, it was. This is DC, so. <laughs> yeah, and we had Suicide Squad, but the Suicide Squad film kind of works quite nicely on its own. And, like, once again, it's done, and we can have that done, and we can move on from it as far as I'm concerned. If the one thing I will say is that oh sorry the reference to birds of prey was like that was that kind of area of doing that kind of spin-off film oh absolutely yeah yeah works that, nicely yeah um the one thing i'll say is at some point we'd sit down and we would ruthlessly decide of the characters that have been portrayed in the dc eu and the dc universe who did we like and who would we be quite happy actually bringing back playing essentially the same character in a different universe yeah but yeah so that's what i had i don't know whether anyone's got anything to add to that this is all stuff i just thought about while driving home by the way (laughs) Uh, that just seems to be what they're lacking isn't it the 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 big detailed not making it up as we go Mm. along plan yeah. for how you would realistically go about achieving this. And if you edge your way to Superman that much as well, mm. like the money shot's going to be fucking phenomenal. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah that's... You've got to think of something new to do with them. You know, we don't need to see a Superman mm. origin story again. No. You know, we don't need to see him not in the costume rescuing some people and going oh maybe yeah, maybe i could do this actually and this is fun yeah <laughs> yeah exactly none of these are origin films in general wonder woman even except for except for the wonder woman tv series actually thinking about it but even that is kind of like a coming of age kind of thing rather than necessarily a, an origin story yeah it shouldn't I, literally just yeah. be like and then i learned to do this and then i mm. got given this whip and then somebody gave me this and yeah then and an invisible jet today. which is awesome and uh yeah I like the idea for the Superman movie yeah. that there's actually, I like the Olsen mm. leading up to something, mm. but I feel that you could tie in a, I know you don't want to link it to Batman yet, but you no. could do the Gotham PD sort of linking to, because they're, they've been so experts at serial killers and stuff that they, like like going look you've got a profiler or someone on the pd that goes mm. to metropolis because there's something weird going on and mm. you have a series leading up to going oh shit something really big that it's too big for them and I, it finishes i, I think you can get time. around that by you have oh there's this guy i knew in in college and it's whoever like is the forensics expert um that, that works for gotham pd in the gotham pd tv series Mm. yeah kind of it's it's more introducing concept of uh that they're all linked yeah that yeah. they're all linked and well, that there that... may be something is big because superman has to be dealing with something yeah and it'll huge. be mentioned and by the time you introduce superman you can't get around the fact that like in the other films and the other tv series it'll be all over the news that something catastrophic had happened so like so at that point you, you you'd be edging your way towards the of like Yep. So uh, something weird's happening in Metropolis, like all all the way up there, or or did you see, like the, like when Marvel fucking mentioned the underwater earthquake in Endgame, 
setting up fucking the next Black Panther film, yeah. which is just fucking bonkers. They, they, but they're also, they, also yeah. given the option to completely ignore that and yeah. do something completely different if that's exactly. what turns out to be better. They're not locking themselves into it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's something where there looks like it could there could be something big about to happen and it doesn't necessarily have to be you know you could say all oh, this is a clue and actually it's like a total dead end but it was could still be something's sat that looks like it's big happening in metropolis to lead up to something big that superman has to mm. uh, deal with and then in your final building up to the avengers the justice league has to be dealing with something mm. I know we don't want to go straight into intergalactic, but that is what you are, your aim. As, as far as I'm concerned, point. Superman deals with some shit. And then that's the kind of thing that would pique Batman's interest at that point. We're three, three Batman films in by this point anyway. So like, and that's the kind of thing that would go, that's interesting. So then after you've done your first Superman film, then then you're probably leading up to what would be, I suppose, the Justice League film. Because at that point, you've done, we've set up this universe, we've set up this universe, we've set up this universe. Everyone's got the things that orbit around them. And now we, we kind of want to introduce them to each other. But I think you're about seven, eight films in by that point, at least. Mm. And probably about 10 TV series. But that's how you're going to make money and that's how you're going to... That's how you get to a film and go, hey, care about these characters. That's the only way of doing it. That's the, the, the problem they've got is that no one cares about any of the characters because there's three fucking Batmans. No one cares if any of them die because there's three of them. Um, they introduce characters on a whim to the point where Suicide Squad makes up quite funny jokes about how like characters just die. Like it's you, you, you need to make people care about these characters. And the only way of doing that is a slow and steady game, basically, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Why didn't they just come to us 10 years ago? I think we had, you know, similar ideas, but we'd have just said, you know, just do an MCU, innit? Mm. Yeah. Do one of them. Mm. Yeah. So there is one character I thought... I actually had to double-check because I wasn't sure. And... Uh, I thought you could look at long term and mm. mainly because he was the balm in Phantom mm. is Phantom <laughs> because I did. I've just had a quick look. It was actually so technically he both was, Marvel yeah, but, and DC. But he DC was the ran bomb. It. Oh, I'm going to ruin this for you. He was the bomb in Phantoms, which is oh, a horror film from the 90s. Yes. Forgot. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It was uh, the Phantom was uh, was Billy Zane. Yeah. Billy Zane. Mm. But yeah, you could bring the Phantom into it. Bring the whole of the Defenders of the Earth from the cartoon series from when I was a kid into it, if you like. I'd be fine with that. But isn't that the Defenders of the Earth is Marvel, isn't it? Or is that... I don't remember. Like, I can't remember. It's, it's like, so locked away in like in my past that... Phantom... Right, I just looked at the Wikipedia mm. and it was actually a DC series, 85 to 90, mm. as a car, uh, comic. But then Stan Lee did it as Defenders of the Earth. Mm or Marvel. So it's actually been both. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know who owns it at the moment. So anyway, no I claim. kind of I I quite liked Fant. I even quite enjoyed the well, film. But when we're because... 15 years in and we're on our third Justice League of America film, that's when we introduce the multiverse. 
and we can bring things like the Defenders of the Earth in, as well as, and this is like the masterstroke as far as I'm concerned, the remake of The Watchmen. Yeah. Tie that in, do the like the Doomsday Clock stuff they've just been doing in fucking DC. Like, well, I'd say just, it was about 15 years ago, I think. Um, but do all of that and you tie in The Watchmen and you remake the movie. As a final FU to Snyder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that'd be a tricky one because there's almost sort of, I'm sure it's doable, mm. but like Watchmen sort of exists like outside of the other DC continuity. Like there are, there are characters in Watchmen who are analogs of yeah. other DC superheroes. It hasn't stopped them doing a comic crossover though. No, no, I'm, I'm sure they could do it. It'd just mm. be, uh, it'll be a, a bit of a tyrant walk. Yeah. You'll but by this point, we're 20, 20, 20 years in and, you know, we fucked off and living in the Bahamas anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. With our, with our coconut drinks and our, our, our little umbrellas. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to blow your mind here. Mm. I've, I've actually got a coconut. Oh, nice. Nice. What you can do with it? Uh, throw it in the bin probably because it's empty now. Oh, you, ha- you actually had a drink in there? Yeah, the, the kids went fruit picking today and they, they came back with coconut drinks. Where'd they get them from? Coconut drink is just a coconut that you put a straw in. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm aware of that, mm. Russ. I can't tell whether you were telling me or yourself. No, no, is it like, yeah, I, I, I was clarifying so to myself. Where, uh, where did they go fruit picking? Yeah, and yeah, to get I coconuts. Mean, it's, it's a little farm just off the Hartmanden Road, but I don't think it's terribly relevant to what we're talking about here. <laughs> I'm just wondering where they picked coconuts. Exactly. I don't think the coconuts are native. Oh, okay. That Hartmanden. makes more sense now. They, I think they just thought they could rinse people's kids for a bit more money if they sold them a, a novelty hey, coconut. I mean, they were it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it definitely worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Co- coconut picking is actually quite a risky um endeavor isn't it it involves yes. like climbing up extremely tall trees with heavy things dropping down here i don't i don't think it's encouraged for the uh the under threes yeah. big like a machete or something yeah, yeah. also do we get there many coconuts in Skin up that tree with that machete clamped to your back yeah <laughs> and you i mean I, you have as many as you can fit in your little punnet there i mean at reading punnet <laughs> I mean, there was that yeah. time at Reading Festival where I did yeah. climb up to steal the toilet sign and I did have my knife between my teeth. But yeah. That was... yeah, which has never been a good idea. It wasn't then, never has been. <laughs> it was a good idea at the time. <laughs> it seemed a good idea at the time. Uh, to be fair, if anyone's going to import coconut trees to, to, so, that, so that five-year-olds can go and pick them, it's going to be Harpenden, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or Radler. Or Radlett, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they'd send people up there though. They'd send the help up there to to, to go get it. So, yeah. so with that, we <laughs> yes, sorry, uh, have, have we been? I mean, we've got probably a few more minutes. Uh, I have one one um, comment so far, which is from Terry, which has just basically been the whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Like, sorry, along I mean... those lines. I've not heard much more compelling stuff come from them. The, the only the thing they seem to give, it another, is, give it to another we're, studio. We're only going to release movies in theatres, and they're going to be like blockbusters. Yeah, but that is that's not a plan. That's an aspiration. Yeah, it's like plan. Yeah, so I've come up with a plan. We're going to make shitloads of money. 
yeah be really good mm. russ it i'm like only gonna release songs that go straight to number one yeah mm. yeah so where, where i've been going wrong all these years releasing these sort of things that don't do very well yeah i've decided that i'm going to stop that and just be really successful yeah it's like they've been reading the secret or something and they're just trying to manifest yeah they're uh they could do with a fucking manifest they'd get their films out in a decent order wouldn't they so (laughs) but like i don't in in some respects i don't think it's crazy complicated what they need to do they need to clear and simple and take their time and invest in character not cgi I mean, it's that simple that we've come up with a kind of a feasible plan in the last hour. Yeah, and like I mean, and I Dan think it could work. It out whilst driving. And the, yeah, the truth is, there's probably a hundred other story webs that you could build with those characters. They've been yeah, exactly. telling stories I, I, of these characters for for a hundred years. My my knowledge of Wonder Woman and Superman is minimal, to say the least. My knowledge of Batman's pretty good. So like the, my, that's why the Batman stuff was so in depth. But like, I'm sure there are better ideas for like TV series and ways to link it in than, than. But but just just do it though. I know it sounds stupid, but um, I mean the trick is one... to actually just implement this and just accept that. Like these films are going to make money anyway. The Batman made money. Yeah, and I mean they they literally did do a film which was there's these magic boxes and a big spiky demon's trying to come and get them. yeah. That was not, that's not a great story. Yeah. Exactly. Completely agree. I think that's it though, isn't it? Unless anyone's got anything to add. Yeah. No, I think we've, uh... so we'll, we'll, I'll set a reminder for 10 years time and yep. see if we're doing podcasts that are like, where did it all go wrong for Marvel? Why is DC reigning supreme now? And it'll yeah. be because they listened to us. Imagine if they, imagine if they hear this. The thing is, well, I mean, Marvel do have slight advantage because, like, it's Disney, isn't it? They do now. At the start, you would have to say that DC had the advantage. Mm, that is true. Mm. That is true. So, we really were also going, Warner Brothers, sort it out. You know, you also need other winners because mm. Disney, they have Marvel. Maybe maybe that is what made the difference for Marvel. They're basically an independent studio to start with. Yeah, and that that and that then when Disney bought them, they, they knew they were buying something that had it all sorted, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And then any time they, they did try say, to get involved, don't mess. Marvel just Kevin Feige just went, I'll fucking leave. How about that? <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, I mean that would work as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that is wonderful. Any other comments? Anyone else watching, listening? Shazam anything? seems great. Black 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 Adam seems shit. Black Adam. It just seems like the rock hitting things at the moment, which yeah. is it's not a bad thing. No, but it's just nothing. It's nothing special. I mean, yes, it looked pretty violent, but mm. I quite enjoyed aspects of the dystopia of it. And the fact that it's not that he's a clear-cut superhero who doesn't isn't afraid to really. Oh no! But, but we we've surely we've had our fill of anti-heroes from DC: Suicide Squad, Joker, Suicide yeah, Squad. Not, 
yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I don't really mean that he's necessarily an anti-hero. It's just like a different... He, he says in the trailer... Oh, he's an anti-hero. I'm different. I, I do kill people, pretty yeah. much. He, he very much, like, he couldn't have... Said anti-hero like, in yeah. the other way. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, I mean, the only other thing, of, if we're talking about exciting trailers, um, like what DC could do is go, well, look what El- or Warner Brothers could do is yeah. go, well, look what, I mean, Disney owns Star Wars, so fuck it. Doesn't matter. Just go, look, Andor. Boom. Um, and Lord of the Rings. That yeah. Rings of Power one. Yeah. So I see where you're getting at here. Multiverse with Lord of the Rings, DC, and the Harry Potter Wizarding World. Is that what you're yeah. trying to say? Yeah. Something like that. And they're yes, going yes, to all come exactly together. That yeah. they could also do those better than just sort of going oh look we've got amazing beasts and where yeah. to find them amazing beasts. A team up movie where you've got <laughs> hermione <laughs> elrond yeah. and aquaman yeah teaming up together <laughs> yeah defending um hogwarts yeah yeah <laughs> against <laughs> reanimate i was about to say something really inappropriate <laughs> okay okay cool let's let's wrap this one up then <laughs> wrap, wrap, wrap up. i'm channeling tom tonight um well uh is there any news on talking about marvel uh marveling marvel dan anything oh we were meant to do one uh and it <laughs> fell through i've got an idea for what i want to do also none of the pods have gone up um but i am actually <laughs> off work next week where I plan to spend at least two days putting podcasts up, including these ones and the Gridiron Gentleman. So we're up to date by the, by the following week, and then I can just go back to working like an idiot. Cool. <laughs> nice. I hope you do actually this time get your week off. Um, hit us up on all the socials. Uh, you can find us at TMTOH on Facebook, uh, Twitter, TikTok, uh, TokTik, and Instagram. And please do come and join us in the Discord. It's a lot of fun. There is a lot of ranting. Um, it's the place to come and rant if you want to rant about your favourite uh, pop culture stuff. We've got a Star Wars channel, which is fantastically ranty sometimes. Um, but it's great. It's good. So please do. And uh, The Discord stuff is in our Instagram bio. And yeah, Twitter and bio. Twitter. Yeah, it's pinned tweet on Twitter. Uh, groovy beans right um so that leaves us no have i i've hit the socials uh nothing else just say goodbye and so goodbye russ good night that is all uh cheery bye dan you're saying the loud bit quiet and the quiet bit loud see you later see you later and it's uh goodbye from me uh so that leaves me just to say cue the music <laughs>